Hello, and welcome to episode 36 of Expertise is Overrated, the podcast that takes the time to answer the questions you didn't know you didn't want the answer to. I'm Vib. And I'm Sean, and neither of us has any clue what we're talking about. Before we move on, let's award the much-vaunted Expertise is Overrated Tinfoil Award. As a reminder, this is an award that we give out at the start of each episode to the person who had the most ridiculous point in last week's episode. And to no one's surprise, it's you yet again. I I can't believe that not only did I win the tinfoil, I also won the backup tinfoil. Yeah, it's two for two for this week for you. (laughs) I mean... Part of me is starting to think that you're just doing this on purpose now. You're just coming up with I'm the not. most outrageous things. I'm, I mean, I, d- I did promise, we did promise weeks and weeks ago that we would try harder to have better tinfoil. But no, honestly, everything that comes out of my mouth at the moment it, is it, an it honestly is, held belief. It is just tinfoil. Well, it's, it's an honestly held belief, but it's tinfoil. The greatest thing was that... Um, so you're getting tinfoil A for John Dawlish being on your list of top 10 duelists. In yeah. uh, and my favorite thing about that is when we tweeted out about the episode, um, you said something like hashtag justice for John Dawlish. Yep. And someone commented saying, uh, actually it was Otto commented saying, I don't even remember who that is. And, you know, he, he's right. Yeah, I think I think the thing is, I don't think that was a bit. I think he genuinely doesn't know who John Dolish is, which is a damning indictment yeah. of an unsung hero of the he's, apology. He's comic relief at best, you know. <laughs> he's the I Joey Tribbiani of the Harry Potter world. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> also fair. Uh, no, so I'm yeah, not. John John Dolish. Um, John Dolish was a hands down winner, but runner up tinfoil goes to the way I absolutely went for Molly Weasley. And again, I stand by everything that I said. I don't like her. I think, but you know what? It's my character assassination of her, apropos nothing in a conversation not about who's a good mother. Sort sort of may not have been the best way to go. But I was. It was that more than anything else, to be honest, because you, you could have just, you know, oh, by the by, I don't think she's a very good character, but you, you just sort of took a, a good chunk and, and really laid down why you think she's an awful individual. But yeah, it went it went a bit mad, really, didn't it? I think I was unconvinced that my argument that she won that duel because of adrenaline was really going to carry water, so I felt that the only way I had any hope of winning that argument was to just absolutely go for her as a human being it was the absolute definition of playing the playing the man not the ball (laughs) (laughs) i think at that point you you didn't even know there was a ball anymore it was was quite something would you put hitler on your list Um, (laughs) i think the answer to both of us is yes because we both put grindelwald on our lists well now if anyone's hitler surely it's um voldemort yeah, it's an interesting question. Okay, well, there we go. Top. We got a new we got a new episode in the in the making. There we go. That is that is a new episode. I like that. Anyway, um, today I think we I think we need to get our apologies in early. This episode promises to be an absolute shambles. Oh, a complete and car crash. I'm really looking forward to it. Me too, but I'm also concerned because it is going to be a car crash. It's going to be great. I'm really, really, really I mean, it's, it, You know, let, let's not kid ourselves here. We, we don't plan our episodes in 
great detail. Let's, no, but let's, we let's, did let's sit. We did. We did sit down about a week ago and say, right, this episode is actually going to take some serious prep planning. And, and we agreed. We agreed this episode was going to take some serious planning. We need to give it some proper thought. And then I think I finished my list while we were talking before we started recording, which is At good. least you have a finished list. <laughs> yeah, there's some holes in your list. No, I've been very creative. Um, you know, That's one way. word. That's one word for what you said. Also cost-saving. Um, but what we said, so what we said last week was that we were going to cast the first age. So what we mean by that is essentially we're going to come up with a fictional uh, television or film production of J.R.R. Tolkien's The First Age, which is essentially what's contained within the first two-thirds of the Silmarillion. Uh, And then we're going to attempt to fan cast with basically no restrictions, I think, Um, who we think could be the best for the various key roles. So what we said to each other was that we would go away and just do the top 10 characters from, from the Silmarillion, because frankly, there are too many, aren't there? Well, this very quickly became the, the issue, right? It, it, at the time, it seemed like such a simple thing. Oh, just go away and put the top 10, right? And then it turns out that the first age is bloody huge and long and full of people. We we should have agreed on who the top ten characters were before we started that process because I'm looking at our lists and they're different. Well, there's there's a very immediate problem in that if you're going to do the top ten characters, I mean the, the very first chapter, very first bit of the Silverillion, obviously, is about all the um, the Einar and God himself. Yeah, which is already way more than ten people. Skipping it, or all, all of whom are to not to put too fine a point on it are absolutely in, instrumental in actually creating the whole world. Yeah, but I'm skipping. I think I'm skipping it. I'm just not dealing. Basically, I'm cheating. I decided, yeah, as am I. I decided that the Ainur were too complicated, so they're not going to appear in my show. Other right. Than- okay. Oh wow. Oh okay. Fine. Other other wow. than Melkor. You're doing the Amazon approach. Which I, which I should obviously mention. This is, you know, us once again being highly topical. Um, uh, yeah. We're know, the sort of imminent release of the Amazons the Amazons? The oh, yes. Amazons uh, rings of power. We are gonna completely ignore that and talk about the first age. Well I don't think we're completely ignoring it. We're essentially Amazon is giving us the money to make a prelude to Rings of Power, right? Rings of Power is wildly successful. So Amazon comes to us as to well-known consumers of media and say, Would wait, you wait, wait, like- wait, 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 wait. Amazon are paying you? No, this is a hypothetical world in which... Oh, I was going to say, where the fuck is my cut? <laughs> God, no. Um, I think I hit that. I don't think he realizes I'm getting an Amazon check anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so in this hypothetical, Amazon have come to us and said, because we have more money than God, you have an effectively unlimited budget. Go away and make a first age TV show to show people who are not familiar with the similar really and how we get to the starting point of Rings of Power. Essentially the first age. At least that's how I've, I've approached it. 
yeah, that, that's that's sort of where I started, but then I started to think, you know, what are the what are the most important characters, and I had to remind myself what exactly happened in the first age, and um, pops. <laughs> Roughly, so roughly speaking, and and putting obviously shenanigans before time was even a thing aside, the the second and the third ages, which are fairly well known periods in the Tolkienarium, are give or take three thousand plus years long. Yeah, and I sort of naively thought, well, the first age can't be much longer than that. Turns out that even in recorded years, I think it is forty thousand or so years. Wait, 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 wait. Does this mean that the Second Age is just Middle Earth 40k? Okay, wow. That, I think that I've, might I think be I've... the single best thing you have ever said. The <laughs> <laughs> Second it. Age is 40k Tolkien. Wow. Wow. You've outdone yourself there. What's like the opposite of tinfoil we can give you for this? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I just won. I think I won. <laughs> you just won. Okay, this is the last of a podcast. Last making, folks. <laughs> I can hang up my head. Just, Sean's just won the whole thing. Amazing. Wow. Um, I, I, I'm genuinely speechless. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've completely thrown you there. Um, so you were saying the first age is approximately 40,000 years long, which... Yeah, lots happens. Right. Yeah, because when I was looking through, I was like, oh yeah, there was the whole thing with the lamps, and then Melkor destroys the lamps, and there's the whole thing with the trees, and then Melkor destroys the trees, and it's like, before even any of the elves are, are in the picture. And I always associated the First Age with the elves fighting Morgoth in um, uh, Beleriand, essentially, right? Yeah. In, in Middle-earth. Um, and that is just the tiniest fraction of the first age. That's that's ridiculous. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It's like six hundred years or so, essentially, of of the first of, age is the fights. Oh, forty thousand. So less. Yeah, than, I can't do that maths. But like it's less, less than, than less than the second age, right? That's insane. It. it, it... <laughs> In terms of elves or men fighting a dark lord, it, it it's really Sauron who takes center stage there. Well, yeah, because I mean they fight Sauron for the entirety of the second and third ages. Well, quite. Whereas the elves only fight Morgoth for a relatively short period of time. Now, I mean, I guess Morgoth still gets to take you know some credit because he has to fight the rest of the Valar, but yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, at, at some point, he has to wrestle Tulkas. <sighs> he doesn't really have to. Do it. I mean, he just gets destroyed. <laughs> yeah. So, is the best thing to do here then, given that we set ourselves such an insurmountable task, to go through our separate lists? Yeah, I we, think we do. We do one person's list. Because we've obviously approached this very differently in what we think the core of the show that we're designing is, I think, looking at the two lists. Probably, yeah. yeah. And I, th I think it'd be interesting to talk about where we think creatively this, this show would go, right, in its first I think season. That's, I think that's right. Point. I think that's right. So since my list is further up the page than yours, shall I go first? By all means. So... I've sort of a bit focused on the House of Finway as as my 
core thing and the sort of the elder days is my core thing to build the um the whole show around with a couple of much later additions to sort of tentpole later seasons around so i've got i've cast feanor finrod fingolfin finway turin turambar beren luthien Eluthingol and Melkor himself as an overarching villain. I've also got a placeholder for Erendil, the Mariner, although I've come on to him very last. Um, I'm really scared to say who I've cast in each of these spots. So, I mean, that, that that's already quite interesting, right? So, so House of Finway, but you've, you've, you've left out all of Feanor's sons. All of Feanor's sons for one. Basically, um, there's too many of them. I couldn't remember what they all did, so I went. I don't care about you. Um, you can all be Wheel of Time esque, Game of Thrones esque nobodies that we pull off the street and turn into stars. You know, that's your Kit Harrington, your Richard Maddens, except probably not because I I don't I just don't like the House of um, Feanor. Yeah, yeah, but but they are the major drivers of the plot in many ways, aren't they? Uh, they they are, and they they aren't. I sort of see Feanor as the driver of the plot, and then his sons are just like shitty has-beens riding daddy's coattails. They're they're like yes, but but I think with your cast you'll sort of run into an issue where at the I run end, out of story to tell without them. <laughs> you, well, that's the thing because because once the last proper elf dies, you know who who is there, right? This is this is the problem. Once Finrod dies, I, it becomes very difficult to work out where what direction to take the story. Um, I think that's the right order. Yeah, this is another thing that, even though I've read the Silmarillion countless times, yeah. I still forget. But I, what I, I, when. I either Finrod or Fingolfin is my last sort of big name from the early seasons, um, and then I think I just go the way of Game of Thrones after season four. Once just I just get just get glowering and. Yeah, and some stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fair enough. Um, but but uh, okay then. So talk us through who who you've cast as these these, these characters. So, so I've cast Adam Driver as Feanor. You've cast Adam Driver as Feanor. Yeah. Let let me go through. Uh, let me go. Let me cast, go. You cast Adam Driver as Feanor. Let me go through my first four, and then I'll try and explain what I was thinking. Okay. Right, so I've got Adam Driver as Feanor. I've got Eddie Redmayne as Finrod. I've got... No, Os- no, no. Let, let me finish. I've got Oscar Isaac as Fingolfin. And I've got Nikolai Coster-Waldu doing a cameo for two episodes as Finway. You know what? I love that. Nikolai Coster-Waldu. I know. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's genius. That's inspired. inspired. I'm, I'm really happy with that. I mean, it's a gross mis, mis- misallocation of funds. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like Nick, like he, he should be playing one of the main characters because he's cheap as chips compared to an Adam Driver. 
money is this is Amazon money. Money's no option. True. Uh, money, true money's true. no object. Um, so the reason I want Eddie Redmayne is I want the Finrod Sauron duel to be a center point of one of the seasons. Picked Eddie Redmayne. The guy can't. Uh... The guy can sing. The guy can sing to the guy an extent. Can sing, right? That's the, that's... the, the counterpoint. If that's what you're going for, right? You and McGregor. It's, yeah. the, the problem that I had with a lot Hugh of Hugh Jackman, Neil no. Patrick Harris. No, 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 none of um, that. Neil Patrick Harris. No. Um, Gosh, I like Eddie Redmayne. For a long time, I had Eddie Redmayne as Feanor. That's the one that I messaged you about. I said, you're going to hate this. I decided... Well, I, think, that... I think I would have just hung up on you. So what I was what I was going for, what I'm going for with Feanor is this idea of someone who is too in, essentially too intense for their own body, right? Which is something I think both Adam Driver and Eddie Redmayne could do. No. Okay. <laughs> He's uh, Adam Adam Driver, I can see. Yes, it's a sort of sort of a cross between uh, between um, Adam Driver in Black Klansman and Adam Driver in the Star Wars sequels. Right, so someone who's very charismatic, but also just more than a little bit unhinged. Yeah, yeah. Which I can see Adam Driver is that. Eddie Redmayne... Eddie, Eddie Red, that's why I pulled away from Eddie Redmayne, but I decided I wanted him in for reasons that I can't quite answer. And I don't really have a better Finrod as well, because his, his thing yeah. is being mates with people. Well, yeah, and, and you'll and, see in my list that I struggled with Finrod as well. Yeah. So yeah, Eddie. Okay, so so you got the the four F, the four big Fs, I guess. Yeah. Finway's an inspired choice. Yeah. So, so you know, to give the go, I, I didn't cast Finway because I, I just didn't think he actually featured enough. So this is yeah, you you could avoid casting Finway. It seems easily. counterintuitive, right? Because he's he's like the the thing that everything. He's the instigating incident. Yeah. But you could start with his death. Yeah. So you just need to cast a body, essentially. I was surprised you didn't cast Sean Bean. It was really tempting. It was really it was tempting. Yeah. But he's the other problem that I had with the elves is that I didn't want to cast old people, essentially, because uh, or northern people or northern people. No, no offense to northern people. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, I couldn't make that. I, I want all of the elves to sort of share a sort of look like they're about the same age. I think. Um, yeah, that's fair. And, yeah, and also casting Sean Bean as someone who dies is just a, a trope that I'm done with. I love it. I love it greatly, yeah. but I think I'm done with it. It's a trope that he's apparently done with as well. Yeah, do you, know you don't I, see him in anything anymore. Do you know who I actually wanted for Fingolfin though? Though I can't have him. Who's that? Russell Crowe from Gladiator. Russell Crowe from Gladiator. Yes. 
Yeah, I can see you that see it? actually. You it's a very it? very similar story in many ways. Yeah, you can do you can do that ride. You can do Fingolfin's ride very well, and that duel with Melkor, I think, would work. But anyway, that's that's. Well, are you mo- saying that modern day Russell Crowe is not um, up to the task? I think he'd give it a good go. You've still but not seen. Thor I've still Love not seen Love and Thunder. <laughs> I do know that old Rusty isn't quite in the shape he once was. No, no, yeah. not quite. So, I'm actually going to back out of my Turin casting because it's too in the like, the vein of Eddie Redmayne, and I don't think it's right. So, for Turin, I had Timothy Chalamet. Okay, but I don't that, think. That, it, mm, yeah, I like it. But I don't think it's right. For Baron, I've got Alexander Skarsgård. No, Luth- you've gone young. You've gone very I've gone young. Very young like for Baron. For Luthien, I've got Jodie Comer. Jodie Comer. Uh, Villanelle from Killing Eve. Jodie Comer for Luthien. I. I. Think I hate that with a passion. Love it, excellent, really happy. That might be one of the worst Luthien castings I've, I've ever come across. All right, let's wait till we get to yours. Yours is ridiculous. Um, for Thingol, I have Alexander Siddick. Who the fuck is that? Uh, he is the guy who played. He's in Game of Thrones. He plays the Prince of Dorne in Game of Thrones. Also, I have IMDb open so I can look these people up. Right. Okay. That is a weird combination of awful and absolutely perfect. (laughs) Yes. Oh, I, I, I hate it, but like it, but hate it. I, I think I hate it. Oh, oh, that's that's so tough. That that oh, that's wow, right on, that's right on the edge, isn't it? That could that could work, but it could be awful. It's very difficult to see how he ends up as Jodie Comer's father, but never mind. <laughs> yeah, and oh, then gosh, so, I hadn't even thought of that actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I just I didn't bother. I didn't worry about it. Millions of Maya, everything's off. Everything's off the table. Um, and then I've cast Melkor. He's the only one of the Ainur that I've cast. Okay. I'm going to get yelled at for this, but I have cast Idris Elba as Melkor. Love it. Just love it. Straight up love it. It's, it's a Probably because perfect... I think Idris Elba should be in everything. Yeah, he should. It's a perfect casting. It's absolutely a perfect casting. But... I mean, do, do, we, do we touch on the slightly... No, no. we're just not going there. ...nature of, of your casting list here? Okay, no, I'm, so, I'm not, so it's not, not that you've, you've thought Dark Lord. No, I'm not engaging with man. that point. I wanted Idris Elba in it. And I, the, <laughs> I, I had him as I had him as Thingol for a very long time. I did have him as Thingol for a very, very long time. And then I, at the end, I decided I actually that... actually kind of like that, yeah. I decided I couldn't picture Idris Elba with long grey hair. And it was that simple. No, like, but you could you could you could cast him as Thingol, and then who would you cast as Melkor? I kind I had a, I was flirting with Henry Cavill, but it's not a bad shout. But 
No, see, Melkor in my head was always kind of a feeble individual. So that that is a problem. For a while, I thought Jeremy Irons, but then I realized that was a comedy casting. Oh, way too cool. Uh, But have you seen Jeremy Irons in the old D&D movie? No, I haven't, unfortunately. I only recently found out that that was a thing. Uh, although I heard there's a new one coming out, so no, uh, there is. Yeah, you know, yeah. With Melkor, my brain kind of goes to more of a Christopher Lee type. Ooh, that's good. There's a notable omission. Whenever I do fan castings, I always end up with Fassbender in it, and I don't have a Fassbender. Oh, well, Fassbender's your generic NPC because he's entirely generic. <sighs> Bit like Ryan Gosling. Actually, that's a very fair comparison. I hate it, but that's a very fair comparison. <laughs> um, so, okay, so Fëanor, Finrod, Fingolfin, Finway, Turin, Beren, Luthien, Thingol, Melkor. I don't like my Turin, though, but I think t- I think Timothy Chalamet can do the tragic side of Turin really well. Yeah, yeah. I just Actually, I can see that really well. I don't know that he can do the essentially greatest warrior ever who will slay Melkor. In the in the last battle, that's, that's why I feel like I've even even though my casting, you know, for Turin is it's very different. It's very different, but uh, yeah, I think for that reason that you just mentioned. But so there's a there's an omission in your list, obviously. You've, well, only, mentioned, you've only cast nine. I've only cast nine. I've also written Erendil down, but I've specifically not cast him because I want to find an unknown for Erendil. Because I want him to oh, be fucking cheat. It's an absolute coward move. Um, I want. Yeah, I've, I've cheated heavily myself, so I can't really talk. The only other, the only other person you could have for Arendelle, actually, although I think I hate it, is the kid who played Tommen in the later series of Game of Thrones, because he'll have grown up now. I hate it. I hate, oh, that. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. The problem, I think you've hit, you sort of identified the problem with casting Arendil, though, is that how old is he when you the think of him? Is yes. He, well, quite, right? He, he's equal parts like rebellious teenager and super old wise man. Yeah. So who who could you who can and and, and the problem with casting Erendil if if he's one of your top ten you have to cast Elwing. Maybe, I mean, I, which, I've which is a theme in my list to some extent. You, you've done a lot, much, you've done that much better than I have. I absolutely don't think I have to cast him. I've also yeah, specifically... you, you you would you would admittedly be cancelled for this cast. Oh yeah, that's awful. I have I have specifically not cast Galadriel because I'm just using. Uh, Morphic Clark. <laughs> a fair, and B. You know, Galadriel was was originally a feature in my list, and I thought, well, she doesn't really do much in the first age that's that sort yeah. of recorded. No, but but I'm, I'm sure just, she does a lot. If, if, I, if I need if I need a Galadriel, I'm just using Morphic Clark because that's a great casting. Uh, well, the jury's I guess still out, but yeah, I it looks to, to be a good casting. Sorry, that's yeah. absolutely fair. Yeah. I'm very um, tempted to agree, but then, but then we seem to be fans of the Rings of Power so far. Whereas, well, you can't be a fan of something that doesn't exist. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. But we're we're in the minority there. I believe that's true. Yes. 
I hate my list. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I hate. I kind of hate that. I kind of like it. Well, some of it, anyway. Some of it's very bad. I like. Alexander Skarsgård as Baron, I think, is inspired. Yeah, I think. That, Although I'm, I'm disappointed that you didn't come, you didn't actually go with the suggestion that you had a number of months ago when we first started discussing this episode. Oh, that's um, Adam Driver as Baron and Oscar Isaac as Luthien, and just yes. never engage with the point. <laughs> never engage with the point, absolutely, because because it's so perfect that no one should have to argue with the point. It's 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 good, isn't it? I love it. But it's yeah. weird that, that you went from Adam Driver as Baron to Adam Driver as Feanor. Yeah, I know. Feanor is so hard to cast. Feanor is, is incredibly hard. I, I, hmm, I'm, I'm quietly optimistic about my casting for Feanor. I, uh, do you want to just go through yours and then we can talk about how we... Yeah, so... So, uh, so my, my, my number one in the list was casting... All of the Einar, which you know, all right, that's a good trick. It's a good trick, but but then I cheated very heavily in that I'm going to use Dolly. I don't actually know how you say it. I'm going to say it's the same as Wally. So the so the the, the that artificial intelligence that creates shit, you you tell it to create. Oh, piss off! Oh, uh, come on, it's perfect, and you know it because the Einar are impossible to cast for a human. Shut up. That's so I, I'm going to let the that. AI cast the Einar, and I think it's going to be absolutely perfect. That's bullshit. I'm having none of that. No, That's more you, you of a know it's, you, you just, You're just salty that you didn't come up with yourself. It's more of a cop-out than not casting a Rendil. Absolutely not. I'm hiring artificial... I, I'm in the 21st century here. I don't care. I don't like it. Anyway... Maybe we should actually commission that and see we how should, it should turn out. <laughs> maybe it's genius, maybe it's a terrible I, idea. I don't I know. Mean, but, no, but how does that actually work? Because at times you're going to need to portray Morgoth, on, Morgoth Melkor on screen. I mean, have you heard of um, CGI? If Amazon's <laughs> funding this, we don't even need to cast so anyone. Bad. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, Completely, it'll be like The Hobbit, but just turned up to 11. I th- there was there's so much I don't like about your list. I didn't know what you meant there. I now hate this the most of all the things on your list, which is really saying something. <laughs> um, so yes, I've cast all the Einar, which you know gives a oh, my my list will resonate much more with the Amazon execs than yours because at least I've I've done the thing right. Um, then yes, in similar style to you, I have cast Fainer and and Fingolfin. Yeah. Um, and I've cast Feanor's sons. In theory, I've cast Feanor's sons, and I've also cast Elothingle, obviously, and I've cast Melian because I don't know why you hate women so much, but you know, you got to, you know, when you're casting the the men, you got to cast. Yeah, no, I do, I do actually have. Wives. A I do actually have a pick for Melian. I just, oh, I've, I'll be keen to hear that. She's point. not on my list course, for reasons of this game. I should have just not written Turing down. Turin is, is sort of important, but yeah, so I mean, so I mean, uh, I've got Thingol and Melian, I've got Luthien and Beren, and I've got Turin and um, Nienor. Not yeah. because I think she's. 
There are other characters who you probably need to cast earlier than Neonor. Yes, but but you have to cast Turin, and if you cast Turin, you have to cast her, I think, to to make his story convincing. I think that's fair. Oh, I hate my casting for all these people already. Uh, <laughs> it's so bad, isn't it? It's so but so so Feanor. So so just to remind, so you had Adam Driver. I've gone actually not that different. Weirdly, I think you've gone for Last Generation's Adam Driver. I've gone for Keanu Reeves because I think to me what you said before is like someone who's like too 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 wild for their own body almost and i think keanu reeves is, is exactly that he can be such a demure gentle soul but i think he can cut loose and be completely batshit insane a bit like feanor i hate that i don't hate it i really want to hate it but i think it's actually inspired i think that's the smartest thing on your list <laughs> oh god that's really good that's, that is Keanu, really, I mean, really, also really Keanu good. Reeves, come on. That's really like good. I really like that. Keanu Reeves is fair enough. Um, and I think he would love it. I think he'd have a great time doing it. He would have so much fun. He um, seems like especially... such a nice bloke. Uh, he does seem like such a nice bloke. But to literally see him go so batshit crazy that he spontaneously combusts. <laughs> have you have you seen him? Have you seen him talking about uh NFTs? <laughs> I've not actually. It's really funny. He's doing an interview for the most recent Matrix film, and someone starts talking about NFTs and trying to like get him to talk about them, and he just goes, "Yeah, but it's a scam, isn't it?" <laughs> yes, but, Keanu. But but the, the the interviewer is then like, "Yeah, but you know, it's all about creating artificial scarcity," and he just bursts out laughing, like in the middle of the interview, Keanu Reeves bursts out laughing and is like, that's nonsense, what are you talking about? And it's so funny. Yes, It's yeah. so good, go and find it. Every, everyone, everyone listening to this should go and watch that. It's the best thing in the world. I will actually genuinely go and look for this later. Yeah. That sounds amazing. I love Count Reeves in any interviews and, and obviously in any films. Um, the problem is Fenor isn't called John, so he may not go for it. No. Might, we might have to rename him John, John Feanor. John Feanor. <laughs> yeah, Amazon, give us all your money. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Feanor, obviously, and then and then I have cast Feanor's sons, which I, which I think I am denied about this, but I think they're they're so instrumental in driving the later part of the story because yeah. you know they're the ones who essentially always fuck shit up. That's true. You kind of need them. You have to cast people, at least people like Maedros and Meglor. Yes. I guess. Yeah, I, and, and the, yeah. then the problem I'm sure that you faced was like, oh, you can't be asked to cast seven people. In you can't be asked, asked to cast seven people who have to look like they could be siblings. Exactly. So you just clearly lack my creative genius because I have decided to cast Lee Pace as all of Feanor's sons. <sighs> I hate you so much. <laughs> the amount of time I spent on my list, and you've just gone, oh, I'll just put Lee Pace in seven slots. Oh, it gets better. Oh, why? Because <laughs> uh, I also thought that Lee Pace is so good and so unworldly elvish. <laughs> He's got to play Fingolfin. No, I'm sorry. That's just and wrong. You can't stop there. 
He's also got to play a thing goal. I hate you so much. Actually, Lee Pace's thing goal, I don't hate. <laughs> I know. That's the one that actually worked, right? <laughs> Lee Pace's thing goal, I don't hate. The only problem is, isn't he just playing for Anduil again? Yeah, but that's that's part of the beauty, right? Is that we, we just he launch this and just... people will be like on Twitter being like, this is just Thranduil, this doesn't make any sense, and we never, ever comment on it. That would be good. So so Lee Pace's thing goal, I think... Uh, I prefer Lee Pace as Feanor's sons, because I think he just he just really... His face is one of those that's like, we should be really wise... But, but I also not. don't care, so I'm just going to do what I want. Yeah. A.K.A. Thranduil. That's very Thranduil. And it is very Thingol as well. Um, yeah, so so for, for for those two castings, I think it works. For Thingol, and honestly, I, I, ju- I just... I, I just... He's he's so great, I couldn't cast anyone that would live the, the up to it. That, the problem that I really had with Thingol is you've got to cast someone who looks like they could go toe-to-toe with the devil, but also... Or in your case, Idris Elba. Or in my case, Idris Elba. But also, when they're at rest, just looks like a normal bloke. That's why you can't cast, like, Jason Momoa or someone like that as as Fingal. Exactly. Right, it's got to be... You've got to find some way to get that sort of, like, all this explosive energy. It's it's the problem with elves in general, right? Because if we think about... um... A warrior, for example, like a Turin, right? You know, you could feasibly cast a Jason Momoa or a Dwayne Johnson or something. You know, someone who just looks exactly like a warrior. I'd hate it, but you could. Um, But equally, Turin Tremor would get absolutely kicked in the nuts by a Fingolfin. Um, But a Fingolfin just doesn't look like he would be able to do that. That's the big problem in all this, right? The elves are just so much more graceful, yet will shit all over a man. Yeah. And I struggled with that. And Lee Pace, for some reason, was like the only person I could think of who kind of fits the bill. Yeah. Um, I'm not having that. Lee Lee Pace's thing goal is the only one of those I'll allow you. Well, I don't really care what you'll allow. I'm casting him as no less than nine different characters. (laughs) Not to mention all the extras. He'll have to appear on screen next to himself. Uh, yeah. There's a scene where all seven Lee Paces have to be in the shot. Yes, and and, and loudly swear an oath together. Yeah. You should get him to record the line seven times and play it over. <laughs> yes, and given so that the Einar are all AI generated in my list, I don't see your problem with this, okay? It's so stupid. It's just Keanu Reeves acting with Lee Pace. That's literally what this is going to be. <laughs> Keanu Reeves acting with seven golf balls. <laughs> This is what's going to happen here is you're going to break Keanu Reeves so that none of us can ever have him again. I mean, yes. If I achieved that, then I would be very happy. Right. Um, so obviously, Thingol is also played by Lee Pace. And Melian... I thought long and hard about Melian. Hmm. And, I, I, and I do appreciate your desire to not cast people who are potentially a bit too old. So I think I've gone down the middle and, and cast. It's, it's, it's different with Ainur. And again, it's different with Melian, I think. 
Maya is so complicated, but but you need her on screen. I think, and, and and I thought back to the only people who've ever impressed me enough to be able to, for me to say yes, you could you could potentially play Melian, and it's Kate Blanchett. It just, I'm gonna get in so much trouble on Twitter. Everyone's gonna tweet at me, being like, I can't believe you've cast all these people who played other characters and fucking talking what before. <sighs> But it just works for me in my head that Kate Blanchett is Melian. And I also think Lee Pace and Kate Blanchett could produce a child that is a Luthien. Lee Pace and Kate Blanchett, yeah, I'll give you that. That's going to work well on screen. The problem is, and it's a shit problem to have, but the problem is Kate Blanchett has already played Galadriel. Yeah, I know, I know. And I don't see how you get around that. I I haven't cast Melian, but I, I gave it a lot of thought and she was on my list for a while and then I decided just not to engage with it because it was too difficult. But the one name that kept coming up for me was Gillian Anderson. Now, she's definitely too old, no? Yes, but have you seen Sex Education? Yes. Because she looks good for her age, which is a horribly sexist thing to say, and I don't mean it like that, but like, she looks good. So I think you could do it. I think that would work. But she's not... <sighs> she, she She's too human, if, if that's like a, a thing to say. Yeah, but I don't really care. You just do that with CGI. You just make it so that yeah, she's always I mean, in a wind machine or something. Yeah, and this is why I'm obviously not a, a real life casting director because I clearly don't have the sort of. You can't vision. look past that. Um, because uh, you know the reason I went for Kate Blanchett is I've seen her on screen as an elf, and I was really sold. You could also have try Rosamund Pike if she hadn't just done the Wheel of Time. Yeah, I actually kind of like that suggestion. It's just come to me, but that would work, I think. I actually really, really rather like that suggestion, Rosamund Pike. But yeah, Wheel of Time. That's the problem. It's a competing show on Amazon, right? So can't can't do that. Julian Anderson, that's not. It's not your worst ever. It's not. It's not. It's not a bad suggestion. It just doesn't feel quite right. But I'm happy to have it as my placeholder. It's not awful. The the other name that I that I sort of thought of that could work for this was Anne Hathaway. Ooh, that might be a very good sideways shout. Actually, she she she's got a very similar quality. I think. Yeah, that could be very good. In, in my opinion. But yeah, many. I mean, obviously, very difficult to. I mean, we've not gone anywhere near, you know, Manwe, Yavana. Well, you have. Well, you mean I've cast them all? You know, easily. Yeah. I don't know why you were struggling so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the, uh, if if you actually have to cast humans as them, it just wouldn't work. It, it would turn into a. One of those horribly cheesy style films. It just doesn't really... I think you could do it. You just have to be really careful. Yeah. 
I think you could. Yeah, maybe. Now that I'm looking at this, I may, even even though I'd love to see nine Lee paces on screen, I may have to re. I may have to retcon my Fingolfin. And I might just have to cast Daniel Craig. Oh. Is he too right. old? Ah, that's the problem. He might be too old. He th- he doesn't need to be too old, right? Because he's probably about the same age as Keanu Reeves. And that's the thing. And and, and well, I'd say they're brothers, but they might be thousands of years apart as brothers. I, I don't think they really are. It doesn't really matter anyway because they're elves. And if they're if they're thousands of years apart, they're thousands of years apart before the story starts. So the, they're both like. They're functionally the same age. Yeah, and whereas I think Keanu Reeves can can really wear the the insanity on his sleeve, a la Theonor. I think Daniel Craig could could do really well at being just completely regal, just slow burn, getting angrier and angrier, yeah, and angrier, and, and then angrier all of a sudden be like, you know what, snapped. I've had it, Idris. Yeah. <laughs> I've had it, Idris. Also, yeah, fuck yourself. Um, I, I want to watch a fight between Daniel Craig and Idris Elba. It would be believable, right? It would be so believable. They wouldn't need <laughs> stunt doubles. Uh, you would need stunt doubles, yeah. So, so I, I might, I might actually officially retcon my my to, to a Daniel Craig. That is very um, good. Which, which just quietly leaves Lee Pace's Stingle and then also just all Thanos' sons. Um, because, because in my head, my creative vision for Thane or Sons is that you never really see them on screen long enough to be like, "Hold on, that's that character." Is so that every awesome? time they're on screen, you're like, "Was that Lee Pace?" <laughs> <laughs> like all of Twitter would just be, you know, a flame with being like, oh, "Is this actually Lee Pace?" And all the, like the freeze frames of, of Thane or Sons being, like, "That's Lee Pace." That's Lee Pace standing next to Lee Pace. <laughs> yeah. What? But I'd never confirm or deny. Just never it. release the cast list. <laughs> Um, I which I think that. could really work. I hate that so much. Anyway, um, um, so yeah, so so Melian Kate Blanchett with 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 Lee Pace's uh, thing, I think could work. And then obviously their their daughter Luthien. Uh, this was a really tough one. I hated Jodie Comer as a suggestion. Why? Seriously, why? I think it's a really good suggestion. It looks looks all kinds of wrong. No, it just looks all kinds of wrong. Just no. I mean, what were you even thinking? I think are you, are you high and drunk right now? I don't even know. So, so my Luthien probably again, arguably too old. Given that I think the Luthien in the Silmarillion has got a very youthful vibe, but I just love this person, so it's got to be her. It's um Kate Beckinsale. Fuck off. That's awful. That's the worst thing that's ever come out of your mouth. How? Kate Beckinsale is amazing. You just watched Underworld last night, and that's all that this is. No. A, the first Underworld, which is the only Underworld I've seen so far, is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> record. Um, but no, Kate Beckinsale, if I you give her the it. Liv Tyler treatment, I don't she could be it. a Luthien. I just don't see it. Well, I really don't see it. I think that's. I, I genuinely think that's really bad. I'm not screwing around. I, I think that's really bad. Once, well, I equally agree that Jodie Comer is really bad. So, so we, we'll have to revisit this as a, as a let's try to recast Luthien. 
Let's get a bit. All right, let's let's come back to Lucian because we we neither neither of us has come up with anything that the other one likes. So let's just park it. and We'll come back to it. Yeah, and and ugh, my Baron is again such a cheat. Yeah, really who was yours again? Alexander Skarsgård, right? Yeah, I actually kind of love that. I must I must say that's a really good choice. <laughs> um, whereas for me, and but my caveat to this right is that they they're supposed to look alike. I'm not having this, by the way. They're supposed to look alike. Baron and Aragorn are supposed to look alike. And I just want Viggo Mortensen in my shoot, okay? He's like 70 now, mate. Yeah, but Baron... (sighs) Baron gets to die of old age. Viggo Mortensen is not 70. No, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's only 63. Fuck me, he's old. Uh, <laughs> Vigo, if you're listening, uh, I, I do love you very much. I love, I love, You'd make I love a great Baron. Too. I love him too. I'm sorry. I think that I get. But just the idea of of, of Aragorn's of, of Vigo Mortensen's Aragorn singing about Baron and Luthien when he was also Baron. When he was also Baron, yeah. No, I see that. That's nice. There's a poetic duality to that that I can get behind. But, but my I, ultimate problem was that I, a massive cop out, mate. I couldn't think of a modern day equivalent of Vigo. To, to Vigo, but Alexander Skarsgård is is a really good show. He's a, he's a diff, different type of actor. He's much like bigger than Vigo Mortensen is. Like Vigo Mortensen is very tall, but Alexander Skarsgård is just a huge human being. <sighs> Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think I'm going to permit you to have Vigo Mortensen as Baron. Go home, try again. Okay, in that case, I'll I'll swap him out for. I'll swap him out for the guy who plays that guy in Vikings. <laughs> Which guy? Um, let me just look him up. Travis Fimmel. No, no, God no, Alexander Ludwig. Plays Bjorn. Plays Bjorn. That's good. I'll I'll take him as a Baron. That's good. That's and actually good now, that, now that I've remembered Vikings, I need to cast Catherine Winnick as just anyone. Is that Lagatha? Yeah. Oh, she could. Uh, could she be a Melian? Ooh. Look, if it's not clear by now, this is a shambles of an episode, and we will revisit this list and and absolutely Never. perfect it. Um, Never. Obviously. That could uh, be a very good. You so, haven't yeah. finished your. We've been talking for like fifty minutes. I know. This is so good. It, it's just throwing up lots of, um, uh, lots of uh, alternatives. Uh, so yeah. So so Baron was my number eight. So not Vigo, but I'll, I'll cast um, Bjorn instead. My last two are, are, are Turin Taramba and, and uh, Nienor Niniel, his sister wife situation yeah that's not nice. I, I just i just think that that's such an integral part to his story that you have to kind of cast her um and for turin i've gone possibly a little vanilla and henry cavill yeah fine i mean as you said you know he's, he's like a super awesome warrior and he's also a little bit on on the unhinged side and i think henry cavill can really channel that very well he's 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 floating around 
the space, right? If we were actually casting this, Henry Cavill would be hanging around the Amazon studios trying to catch our eye. Hanging around is, is putting him... I think he would be barging down <laughs> the door and be like, if you don't cast me as one of your top ten people, I'm leaving. And we were like, well, okay. Didn't make the cut, right? Bye. <laughs> I, I think... I think that's. I think him as Turin is fine. That absolutely works. He, you can see him as um, that guy leading the armies against Morgoth. Yeah, you, you totally could, right? Ultimately, yeah. Which I mean, it's it's a very different vibe to Timothy um, Timothy Chalamet. It, yeah. It is. The bo- both probably could work. Yeah, I think we're making very different shows here. Ultimately, that's, that's the thing. I think we're I think we're making very different shows. Um, I think you you've you've gone more heavily into Amazon's Ring of Rings of Power style. You've gone Jackson. You've gone very. Jackson. I've gone. I've gone very Jackson. Yeah, I've gone. Very which Jackson. is which is fine. Just different creative visions. And uh, yeah, so so my Nienora will be played by Elizabeth Olsen purely because I want to see her. Act with Henry Cavill. Yeah, like it. That's fine. You weren't you weren't tempted to cast um, Aaron Taylor Johnson as Turin to bring back their Age of Ultron sibling partnership. I was not. Okay, cool. Just checking. Yeah, he can. <laughs> he can. He can just never be on screen again, and I wouldn't care. <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> That's all, that's all I've got for you on that. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, um, right. So, let's attend. So, actually, uh, we overlap with a fair few of the main characters. Notable absences for me are Yerendil. But I'll tell you why, right? I think for, he, for, for me, he's, he's the person that leads us from the first into the second age. And I'm just okay, not ready for that yet. You know, this show is in its infancy. I don't want that's to be casting the the man who ends it all. That's fair. But that's equally true of Turin, probably. <laughs> no, but I know. I, I think I see what you're saying. I think I see what you're saying. You've cast this. Well, other than Turin, you've cast up to essentially the theft of the first Silmaril. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whereas I've sort of, kind of done that, but also tried to cast and failed to cast Arendil just because I think he's such an important character. Um, and, and he Turin, really is. Turin, I see both of them as sort of, you get a season about them. All right, it might be season three or four or seven or eight, but I don't think you can ignore them. We're working out how to pace a show like this is so difficult. That was a, that was the thing that I really struggled with. Yeah. Actually come up with, how do you do this? Because when I first sat down, I was like, well, the only people you could cast are the Einar, but that's A, impossible, unless you use AI, obviously, which would be flawless. Uh, and B, it's not very interesting. I think... but, but I generally think my first season would be all elf, but I just ran into problems of, of not being able to cast elves at all. <laughs> I think... I was trying to work this out. I think that your first season starts with the I'm going to get the order, the unchaining of Melkor 
Yeah. Right. So that's your that's your end of episode one, basically, is the decision by Manwe to unchain Melkor and give him the freedom of Valinor. And then you go. Let's just reflect on that. Manway's an idiot. Right? Manway's absolutely binned it off there. Why didn't he ask Mandos what was going to happen? Like, Mandos, is this a bad uh, idea? Something, 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 something would have told Eru. Mandos that something, that, something yeah. bad will happen. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, I know, I know. But that's, that's really or, not or the, or the more cynical answer is that Manway knew this and still needed it to happen. I think that is actually the answer. Man, in order to end up with, in order to essentially end up with Arendil, you have to unchain Melkor. Yeah, and you sort of need Arendil because he's kind of a big deal. Yeah, and and this is perhaps a bigger discussion, right? But for for the Valar, I mean, they they know that the elves don't die anyway yeah ultimately and they know that man's gift is to die so having everyone just have a massive punch up in middle earth doesn't really kind of serves their purposes right (laughs) everyone still wins because the men the men get to be remembered for their great deeds and their their fleeting mortal lives and the elves get to chill with mandos really yeah i'm still thinking about how to pace out this first season I think so. I think you, you you end the first episode with the unchaining of Melkor. You then have two or three episodes of essentially Valinor politics, and you have people for cameos for people like Ingwe and idiots like that who don't. Well, really in that matter. case, we need to cast Ian McDermott as uh, Manway. Yeah, fair done. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. Um, but then sort of your mid-season break, assuming that you've got a 10-episode f- series, is the forging of the Silmarils. And then you go from there to... Or you maybe do that a little bit earlier, and then just after your mid-season is the death of Finway. And then your season ends either with the kinslaying or the swearing of the oath. I'm not quite sure which, but that that's how I pace out the first season. Yeah, because not, not much happens between the, the Kingslaying and the, the Kinslaying, sorry, and uh, Spring. I, th- I think your last episode is, is like a feature-length special, right, where Feanor lands, does his crazy charge into the into the ranks of Morgoth, mm. you know, kills many, many orcs, dies, and then you end the season with Feanor's son swearing the oath. Yeah, no, that's that's good. I like that. I like that. You know, because you got you know, who doesn't want to end with with seven Lee paces just in unison, ringing out this oath? No, I like that. I think that's a good. I think that's good pacing. To then open the next season with a Lee pace thingol, and people will be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> you probably open the second season with the crossing of the Helcorax. I think, and you sort of pivot. Oh, right, you're saying that that hasn't. Ha- okay, so you. Mm. This is the thing you can play with time a little bit because you show different things in different places. But then a lot of the second season will will be 
Yeah, be the founding of the various cities. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I kind of like that. And the, the 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 forming of the was it the Liga of Angband or whatever they called it. But then you yeah, see. but then we we very quickly have to start casting Sauron and designing the bloody cities. <laughs> yeah, that's someone else's job. True. True, we're just the casting director. We're just the we're casting people. Good at it. <laughs> it's so difficult. Like what this is really thinking about this, what this is what was really this is really God, I can't speak. It's getting too late. As I've been thinking about this, what it has really hammered home for me is how smart Amazon were to pick the second age. Because it's so much yeah. more linear. One person's smart is another person's they didn't have the rights that literally anything else. Well, yeah, obviously, but they could have asked for them. They could have said, we'd like to do a show of the first age and then negotiated for those rights rather than negotiating for the rights to the second age as set up in the appendices plus anything else you want on an ad hoc basis, which is what they've got for Ring of Power. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, ultimately, Amazon hire us. Yeah, I mean, I think what, what this episode has shown more than anything else is that we really know what we're talking about when it comes to casting. Um, we haven't just gone through what are the films that we've recently watched that we enjoy. Absolutely not. <laughs> I have not, you know, last time I watched was Bullet Train. I have not cast Brad Pitt. Or Sandra Bullock. Well done. That was that was good. I haven't seen Dune recently, so that's not why I cast Timothy Chalamet. I also haven't classed Zendaya, although I probably should have done somewhere. Or Tom Holland, or Chris or Hemsworth. Holland, or Chris Hemsworth. I haven't cast any of them. I haven't I mean, cast Chris Hemsworth for Tollcast, come on. Let's just put that yeah, in there I mean, right now. Easy. Um, just playing Thor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I haven't cast Benedict Cumberbatch, but that's mainly because he's just going to be gone. That's because the last film he was in was fucking shit. <laughs> I mean, I did, I did cast Elizabeth Olsen because of it. You did. <laughs> you did. Let me be, you know... Uh, what's the word? I have no idea where you're going with this. Yeah. Not two-faced, but something along those lines. It, it, it's late, you know, it's been a long day of, of casting... This has been really difficult. I think I, I've said that a lot, but I, you know, people, I want people to understand. We sat down to do this, and we thought this will be a laugh. It'll be a fun episode. We'll be able to chat about the first age. All we've got to do is come up with a list of actors. It's so hard. No, you're right. Seriously, because I was looking because I remember we had some sort of conversations about this on Discord six months ago. As it turns that's out, that's it. In fucking February, we were talking about this. So th that's how long it's taken us to even attempt this, and we've still managed to balls it up. So you're welcome. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> absolutely. We still don't have a Luthien. I think we should try and close out by casting the perfect Luthien. So we're in between Jodie Comer and Kate Beckinsale. We've got to find someone who, sits, who straddles that line. Oh, dear. I don't hate. Uh, I don't hate Anne Hathaway. 
Yeah, that was yeah a, but that, that, that was a Melian, though. That was a Melian suggestion. Luthien. Well, okay. Clearly, my brain works in, in a very predictable way. But you remember the um, Les Mis film, right? Yeah. Anne Hathaway's in that. Yeah. Um, so my shout for a Luthien might be Samantha Barks. Sandbox. Uh, Eponine in the film. No, 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 no she is. Because um, Luthi, you know, Luthi. I just go with a friend of mine. Just by the by, random. Oh, really? Friend. No yeah. Way. Um. That that that's sort of where I'm, how I'm picturing Luthien. Maybe it's not the worst idea in the world. She's not done very much since Slaymos, has she? I mean, she's only been Elsa in, you know, London's Frozen. Oh, actually, I didn't know that. Pretty big deal, I would say. That's, that is a pretty big deal. <laughs> the other thought that I had, and this might be, it's way too late, and I've not had enough sleep. How about... You're going to hate this, by the way. You're going to really hate this. We cast Candy Newton as Melian. Okay. And Zendaya as Luthien. No. Tandy Newton. Tandy Newton, yes. Yes. I'm actually with you on that. Kind of love it. Even though she's not been in anything in ages, has she? Uh, Isn't she doing Westworld? Oh, fair enough. I mean, I, Zen, she, she, she's in she's in seasons one and two of Westworld, and I stopped watching it after that. But I think she's in Westworld. Zendaya, people will hate me for saying this, but she's she's just too young. I think she just doesn't. She looks very young. She just can't pull off a Luthien. I don't think as much as I hate to say it. No, mate. No, you probably you're probably right. We'll have to revisit this at some point, right? Once Amazon has given us our millions. Yeah. Well, what we might we might need to find someone, right? This might be another Arendil type. We go to a casting agency and say, "This is what we need. Who have you got that people haven't seen?" Yeah, maybe. Copper. I mean, realistically, that's probably what you have to do for for most of this, right? Yeah, I mean, the problem is we've we've both got way too many headliners. Yeah. Right? If you... <laughs> you can't have Adam Driver, Eddie Redmayne, Oscar Isaac, and Nikolai Costa-Wilde all in your season one of an Amazon well, show. And, and Chalamet, Skarsgård, um, Jodie Comer. Yeah, your, your list is... <laughs> Is up there. My, this is my, why I've been economical by casting Lee Pace as literally every elf. <laughs> yeah, I don't I think individually. I like pretty much all of my castings, but I, I, you can't have them all. It just doesn't work. No casting budget stretches that far, and also you'll have you'll have like you won't be able to give everyone the screen time that they need yeah. to show how good they are. Idris Elba alone will be that will blow our budget. But Idris, I reckon Idris Elba would do it for a laugh. Do you want to be a baddie? No, you, you no I'm not giving you that. that that's, that's how I'm getting Keanu Reeves. 
<laughs> and Henry Cavill. And Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill would do it for free. He would, he would pay to do this. Genuinely. He probably would, to be fair. He'd be so keen. Although, th- trust him to be like, oh, Henry, we want you to play Turin. He'd be like, no, I refuse to play Turin. I want to be this guy. <laughs> Can I be Beleg Strongbow? Okay, but we don't, we're not certain he's a character, mate. Like, well, then your show is shit. <laughs> you have to cast Beleg, obviously. I'm sure, I'm sure I will end up casting Beleg at some point, but. Yeah. That could be a good Sean B. Well, Cavill is Beleg. No, Cavill is Turin and Sean Bean is Beleg. <laughs> Sean Bean is Beleg. <laughs> <laughs> I, liked, anyway. I liked my suggestion of Sean Bean as Bayor. Yeah, but does anyone really care about Bayor? No, but he can just be in one episode. Also, he is also just Boromir, right? So that's we can't have him either. Well, yeah, I mean, if, if I wasn't allowed Viggo Mortensen as Baron, then yeah, no, you can't have Sean Bean as, <laughs> as, as, as anyone. Um, Look, no. I just want I just want the Lord of the Rings. Okay, that's that's just what I want. Yeah, just give me more of that, please. Absolutely. But we, we've probably um, bored people out. I mean, I, I doubt anyone's even listening at this point, realistically. No, but I would be really interested to hear individual people that we've said, we've named. Don't give me, you know, this is who I've cast as Manway, because I don't care. To be blunt. Um, but who 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 have we just completely got wrong? That'd be really interesting, I think. Yeah. Don't and say who, who's in the haste. top ten that shouldn't be, or or who have we missed? Yeah, who, which which character from the first age have we missed? That would also be interesting. And whoever says the Eagles can <laughs> go do one. Idril. Neither of us is Idril or Tuor or Hurin. I mean, I, I, my suggestion, which you shot down very quickly, was Ingwe. I'd love a show just about Ingwe's life. Yeah, that'd honestly. be quite good. I don't know who you cast as Ingwe. Just Charles Dance? No. No, he's too sinister. I, I weirdly picture Ingwe as like this really youthful guy. <laughs> Could just be the guy they've got playing Gilgalad. In the Rings of Power thing, just get him. Ah, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, in, in, the, in the new one, yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, maybe a Chalamet could be a good Ingwe. Ooh, that's rogue. <laughs> that's very rogue. But I hate it. But it'd just be great, like just, just what you know. What does Ingwe get up to in in Valinor, You know, on a day to day basis. I, I don't. I don't understand. Thousands of years on end. I don't understand. He's been high king of all the elves anywhere. For 50,000 years. What does he do? Do you think he even knows what happens in Middle-earth? No, he's never left Valinor. No, never. He cross he crosses with with Orome. Or Orome. Does he? Yeah, from from um Middle-earth to Valinor, and then never Oh, leave. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah, sits yeah. at Manway's Sorry. right hand, going, yes, Manway, no Manway, three bags full Manway. I imagine. I don't see. Ah, see, I don't think so. I, I think, mate, I don't think he particularly cares what Manway's doing. 
think he's just living the most lavish version. lifestyle in existence. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they just throw gigantic parties. That'd be amazing. Yeah, this idea that the Vanyar are somehow like higher elves than anyone else, and they're just absolute hedonites. But this is the thing, right? I, I really picture when Galadriel, Elrond, and Celeborn um, rock up at Valar and be like, oh, we have this tale to tell, you know. Where where was your help when we de- defeated the Dark Lord? And Ingwe just goes, oh, we were, you know. Ingwe's been getting fat for 50,000 yeah. years. <laughs> I, I just got over my 50,000-year hangover, you know. <laughs> I would kind of rate that. Oh my god, Elrond, are you are you Arendelle's son? Mate, that's your dad up there. And Elrond's just like, can I go back, please? Yeah, <laughs> take me back. Please bring back the Dark Lord. Right. Anyway. <laughs> I think we're done. Um, thanks for listening to this episode of Expertise is Overrated. No doubt we've said some things that were either objectively wrong or downright offensive. As ever, feel free to let us know. Rate the podcast and leave us a comment or drop us an email at expertiseisoverrated at gmail.com. Tweet us at Zero Expertise. Check out our website, expertiseisoverrated.podbean.com or come join us on our Discord server. If you're lucky, we might just argue with you in one of our upcoming episodes. And if you're really lucky, we might call you an idiot. Now, we will be back in two weeks' time, where because we have wholly failed to plan what we're actually talking about in two weeks' time, I will just be taking, you know, creative license and saying we'll probably talk about the Dresden Files in some way, because it's been a long time since we've talked Dresden. And I think, I feel a lot of hype is building. Um, so... <laughs> Oh so once my. we've decided what we're doing we may not talk about Dresden Files at all this is a very pro podcast after all why are um, we so shit at this you <laughs> you will find out when we do what we're talking about in two weeks time but we will be back in two weeks time and join us then for more nonsense okay.